0: Hi, and welcome to the Crisis on Infinite Midlives podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Amanda. And this is episode five, the stroke of just...
1: <laughs> 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 wow, you suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, sorry we uh, missed last week. Uh, horrible illness, terrible phlegm. just. Uh, it was the bye week. Um, Patriots
1: were off, and so were we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: There you go, why not? We, we don't watch football, but... We knew it was quiet <laughs> at the bar, so Any that worked in out. Any port storm. Exactly. So, but yeah, we are uh, back this week. Uh, there has been uh, a bunch of stuff that's gone on, a bunch of stuff we've commented on previously that di- diarrhea of the typewriter doesn't seem to be enough. So <laughs> what do we want to start out with here?
1: Well, in the past week or so, uh, Marvel has had some staffing changes.
0: Oh yeah, they uh, laid off what, 15 people? Thirteen.
1: Somewhere between 13 to 15, depending on which news site you happen to be reading at yep. any given
0: time. Some in editorial, some in production, some in digital. Which seems a little odd, considering how much all the companies are hitching their wagon to the digital wagon. And Marvel actually, just two or three weeks ago, came out with an Android app to yeah to shill their books. Odd you know, timing. Uh, on my phone, <laughs> I'm read a comic on my phone. Okay.
1: Because I want to go blind more quickly.
0: Well, sometimes <laughs> I am in the bathroom for an extended period of time <laughs> with just my phone, and I'm like, uh, Spider-Man would make this better.
1: So say you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd Use that webbing and yank it out of me.
1: <laughs> You're a disgusting human being, Rob. <laughs>
0: a minute 40. This still it already won't air. <laughs>
1: um. So, yeah, the, uh, the layoffs, uh, and condolences to those affected by it, uh, happen to coincide with the Unfortunate timing of the the Marvel College intern um, postings for for the fall semester. 27 intern postings. Yeah.
0: uh, uh, Amazingly, many of them in digital and production and editorial. Yep. At best, just a horrible tone-deaf...
1: Yeah. I, (sighs) I mean college internships at Marvel as well as other companies but certainly at Marvel have existed for for a very long time so it's not as though this is necessarily a swipe at the recently unemployed but it is unfortunate timing
0: well and i'm sure i'm sure a chunk of it is on purpose this is it, it's industry everywhere. What, you mean I can get some young buck with no life and no kids who'll come in here for six bucks a fucking hour and you know make EPUB files of six these books? Six bucks an hour?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. These are unpaid internships. Oh, they were better. very clear, very clear on the Marvel website that uh, lodging, transportation, that's all you, and you have to demonstrate that you can get certification and, and credits from your college in order to do this. They're it, not paying you.
0: It's it may not be paid in money but I think we all know historically Marvel paid interns with hand jobs from Ralph Macchia. Oh shit he got <laughs> hit like four months ago that no, it's really not paid. I know
1: <laughs> don't even get the the bennies anymore <laughs> you limber up them
0: throat muscles fraction you're doing double duty oh, God.
1: no he's a married man <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so uh, some people are blaze- blaming this on Isaac uh Perlmutter Mutter Perl- Perlmutter. Yeah. Um who's who's notoriously stingy uh and uh, well, wants I mean to I cut c- costs wherever he can.
0: You know, g- give some background. He was uh basically the the owner of Marvel yes. in the late 90s if I'm remembering the time yes, right. Yes, with right. Um, Avi Arid. Yeah, in early 2000s and you know was there and, and was a big part of turning Marvel around from the real collapse in the 1990s. Um, but it somehow wound up with a contract when they sold to Disney, so he's still in charge of the whole nut.
1: And wants his hands very firmly on the product. Possibly. Once again, I get back hands, to I don't you
0: know, know. <laughs> limber them up, fraction.
1: <laughs> We're going to be sued.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Note it, to self incorporate after we finish taping.
0: Yeah, exactly. But. I mean, It's it's one of those things, it, it, if he's a corporate guy who managed to save Marvel by pinching pennies, you know, it, anytime you get the MBAs involved in any creative endeavor, and Marvel is an enterprise, it is a business for good or ill, it is there to make money. I, everybody wants to believe that it's, you know, oh, we'll get there and we'll just all make comics. Like the image you have in your head, like they had in The Simpsons of the, the Mad Magazine office at Avenue of the Americas. If I could just go and see in there, it'd be magical. And it's the bullpen that Stan always used to talk about. Well, Stan fucked off with his million dollars a year a long time ago, kids.
1: That's right. He's doing children's comics now. Some independent line.
0: Yeah. It's a, either way, he's gone. Whatever bullpen was there, you know, Kirby ended his life suing the bullpen. It's it's a business, and you can agree with the decision or not. It's terrible to the people who lost their jobs, but, you know, 15 people out of the company? You know, I've been hit in bigger layoffs than that in my various day jobs that subsidize this crappy friggin' rag. That
1: <laughs> Well, the other wrinkle on this, too, that that makes the timing of, of all of this somewhat more suspect is that uh, Marvel is also in talks uh, with the organizers of CONC, C O. N-Q-U-E, the first Mexican comics convention um, they're going to be putting together something with uh, a variety of individuals um, Humberto Ramos among them um, who, I guess they're going to be looking at portfolios of artists down in Mexico um, Hey, good Yeah, you know, that I guess we'll diversify their um artists and at the same time though you do look at that and go oh well there's some more jobs that are going away
0: well it, yeah but those are the you know w- again for good or ill when it comes to comics the only full-time paycheck gigs there are are editorial and production and the ancillary stuff the writers are freelance work for hire the artists are freelance work for hire you know None of the, the writers or the artists got hit in this layoff. And, and that's not who they're hiring. That's who they're replacing, apparently, with free labor, at least, you know, at face value, knowing nothing about what's going on in Marvel because they wouldn't return my calls even when I was a child. Can I talk to Spider Man? Fuck off, kid. But
1: You got as far as fuck off, kid?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Machio was on his way <laughs> to pay the interns. But.
1: No, I'm, I'm. I it's it's just the timing of it. Obviously, we uh, they've been getting the comics industry as a whole has been getting artists and writers from a variety of countries now for for decades.
0: Well, it's it's not 1979 anymore. Where to work with somebody, you know, if the offices are in New York and, and they're in Ohio, it's onerous and terrible, and there's a huge FedEx bill. Anybody
1: well, in the 70s, they were getting artists from places as far away as the Philippines. So it's not new. It's just again the timing of the announcement. Uh,
0: Yeah, but it's comics production. A script can be sent from my desk in Boston anywhere in the world. Assuming I could write a script, I only do dick jokes. It's in my contract. You could do an
1: entire script of dick jokes.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that would sell. Call that Aquatine Hunger Force. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very nice. But um, uh, yeah, I can if I could draw anything beyond the bat signal and a rudimentary penis. (laughs) I could draw it in a a Wacom. Wacom? Wacom. Wacom works better with a penis. I don't know how you pronounce it, but. Yeah, I could draw it straight into the computer and press a button as soon as I'm done, and it could be in front of the digital inker or whatever. I mean, there are great artists everywhere. The entire world knows who Superman is, and a large part of the world has direct access, particularly now with digital, if they choose to get that, to modern. Marvel or DC or Slave Labor, any number of comics so you can keep up with what's going on.
1: I just realized, yeah, you should probably never be allowed to do art for anything because we have a scanner. We have a digital scanner that you could drop trow on and photocopy your butt yes. like it's the office Christmas party of 1994.
0: Yes. And I, draw
1: the draw I, the bat signal or whatever on that.
0: I could start doing that at any time. I you could certainly begin. <laughs> I just wouldn't scan your face on that. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> oh good. <laughs> I'm sleeping with one eye open. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? A funny light doesn't come out of you and give me a beautiful picture. Of, <laughs> I've said too much. But Moving on. To what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there.
1: Away from the scanner.
0: Yeah, but Yeah, you know, when it comes to getting you know when it comes to getting artists from various parts of the world, you know. Humberto Ramos I'm not particularly a fan of his style because I find it uh, very the uh, manga and anime which is and cartoony which is not the style that I like
1: no, but, going, but it's
0: clearly very popular yeah
1: and and going abroad you know allows us to to have contact or have contact it doesn't again nobody returns my phone calls but yeah get to see the work of, of people who are as awesome as Raphael Albuquerque who who does the um, primary animation for uh, Scott Snyder's uh, American Vampire, yeah. which is just tremendous art. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: Bruno Redondo, who was on, of all things, I don't even know why I decided to review it, even though it turned out to be better than I thought. DC Universe Online Legends. The uh, dude doesn't have much of a name at all that I've seen, and you know, based on the fact that the entirety of Spain seemed to get excited when I reviewed the book. He is
1: probably huge.
0: Yeah, he might be huge in Spain. Never Lake heard of Menudo him here, but know. <laughs>
1: perfectly good artist suited the book fine. Who gives a fuck where he lives? Yeah, so good on you, people. Come out, share your stuff, diversify. Yeah.
0: Yay! Just don't take a full time position. You'll be laid off for a twelve year old looking for a handy from. Yeah, go, uh, go freelance. Freelance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: freelance will probably be more stable in the long run.
0: Yeah. There you go. All right. Because then you can go anywhere. You can write any character.
1: You can. And and you know who's a character that is being written about?
0: That's the worst ham-fisted segue <laughs> I ever fucking heard. And I worked with alcoholics in radio.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Maybe nobody noticed.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I was going to say, let's let's talk about the fact that, you know, for the last couple of months now, we, we've we had a, a revisitation of... of drunk Tony Stark, because somebody wanted to take that toy out of the toy box and play with it. Yeah,
0: it's uh, in Fear Itself, um, which is written by Matt Fraction, uh, who did a large part of the overall plotting of all the crossovers, and he's also the writer on Invincible Iron Man, yeah, it's been a long-term Iron Man plot point that Tony Stark is a recovering alcoholic, and he made the events of Fear Itself have him fall off the wagon, just as.
1: Because a a great sacrifice was required to get Odin's attention.
0: Yeah, making a great sacrifice right fucking now.
1: So so Tony sacrificed his sobriety so that Odin would let him come in and play with the dwarves. Yeah, so (laughs) apparently
0: (laughs) I met Odin when I was 18, (laughs) and I still owe him.
1: Apparently. Um, So, yeah, magical weapons were forged. uh, The Worthy were defeated.
0: Whatever the fuck happened in that thing.
1: Thor died,
0: again. Again. Second time he's been dead in five years. Yeah,
1: and uh, Tony still off the wagon. So I I don't know. It's, I, I'm kind of secretly hoping, although I don't think this is going to happen. At least based on how I read the, the most recent Invincible Iron Man, where there was this maudlin moment between one drunk Asgardian dwarf who wants to get sober. How how pathetic is that? That's that's just that's just really pathetic. Anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah, one would think if you have to be a dwarf in Asgard, the one bonus would be free mead.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um it you know, and and Tony, you know, saying, you know, if we survive this, I, I will help you get sober. Like, dude, you're not sober right now. You're not in a position to be making promises to anybody. That's the best time to make
0: empty promises <laughs> when you're shit faced. You know? but- yeah, we'll get plane tickets, we'll go to Mexico and find an artist, we'll make our own comic book. <laughs> I
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um uh, I'm at least hoping that they do something interesting with this. If you're going to go back to Drunken Tony Stark, could you at least have him discover that he actually is far more productive and works better and does his job better when he's drunk? Yeah. Like Doug Stanhope or something.
0: Like it's just <laughs> Oh Jesus, the best job I ever had in my life. We cracked a whiskey bottle at 4:30 every day. We got some good shit done. It's not for everybody, but some people thrive under that shit.
1: So he has to he has to he has to face the crisis of I can be awesome and drunk, or sober, and people will hate me less. Yeah, if you're shit faced, you don't
0: care that people hate you.
1: All right, Fraction, are we paying attention? Are we paying attention?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's the more interesting question of because this is not the first time this has happened. You know, one could argue the entirety of the new 52 is people jumping on saying, "What? It's new number one. I get oh, yeah. to play with all these things that um, th- that I never." thought I could. Uh, Scott Snyder saying, uh, yeah, by all means, let's uh, bring Alec Holland back. There's stories I wanted to do about that, even though that's been out of continuity for 25 years. And
1: and actually, uh, speaking of, of Scott Snyder, he had an interesting discussion going on on Twitter, I think it was today, with a fan, um, and he, he was very clear in the conversation that this has nothing to do with canon or continuity, it's just an idle conversation he's having with a fan over the concept of Joe Chill.
0: Okay. and Joe Chill being the guy who historically, in certain levels of continuity, was the, the guy who shot Batman's parents.
1: Yes. And is it better to have Batman um, get justice for the deaths of his parents and, and collar her Joe Chill? Or is it better that, that Joe Chill never be caught? Does that change the Batman story at all?
0: I'm sitting here trying to remember if Joe Chill... Ever was caught in any continuity?
1: That's just I'm not I'm I'm personally not sure myself, and I, I admit I should have maybe looked it up a little before going down this particular rabbit hole. Um, but possibly, what if even um, Joe Chill had been caught for some other crime, and he's in the system, and Joe Chill is is sort of now just code name for John Doe criminal? Um, was this part of the conversation? Yeah, that was, or, part, of the, that was okay. part of the conversation. Um, so, you know, what if he's already incarcerated for some other crime, but, you know, still not fingered as the one who did it? Does that change Batman at all?
0: Uh, Well, like I said, I'm trying to remember over 70 years of continuity where I do have Batman issues going back to the 50s, but I certainly don't have all of them. And I haven't read every Batman story ever, but I don't remember if Joe Chill was ever caught or anything beyond identified. Um, Yeah. I don't know. That's a tricky question, because one could easily argue if Batman apprehends the man who killed his parents, he's done being Batman.
1: Or is he? Or, it ha- you know, is he Batman now for purposes greater than himself? Because other people can't be Batman and nobody should ever have to go through what he did as a child.
0: Boarding school? Yeah, I wouldn't want to.
1: Yes, boarding school and the death of his parents, but mostly boarding school. It's that sort of impetus that that leads him to take in a young Dick Grayson. Nobody should ever be without parents.
0: I can see the argument behind it. I mean, I'm not sure I want to see Batman catch the guy who killed his parents. I mean, we saw it in the first Batman movie. Wasn't it? Yeah. It's been a while since I... uh, danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. but
1: Yeah, the implication in in, in the uh, Tim Burton first Batman movie is that somehow Joe Chill is the same as the Joker.
0: Only makes sense in the context of the movie in that they didn't realize it was going to be a giant hit and spawn all these sequels. So well, there was that
1: whole, I made you, you made me, blah. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I'm not buying that on Blu-ray. But... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. You want it, it all depends on how Batman's characterized. I mean, right now since the new 52, he's characterized as a fucking horn dog. For all yes. I can tell, he's in it for the Poon tank. But it,
1: Mr. Snyder, please clear that up for us sooner rather than later. K, thanks. None <laughs> of this is
0: really Snyder's fault. Let's give no, him credit true. for that. This is all Detective Comics. Yes. Um and fucking Catwoman. Yes. Um so it, if that's
1: Mr. Winnick we're looking at you.
0: Uh, yeah, and Tony Daniel, but I don't it's it's an interesting question. I'm not sure there's an answer. Um it depends on how he's written. If it's, you know, like that old goofy photoshopped panel of my parents are dead, then if he catches who killed his parents, he's done.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's
0: And part of me wants to believe if he's even remotely pragmatic and somebody who has this engineering and discipline would have to realize, okay, you know, I've really sort of run my course here. Yeah, spread the money around. That's when you get Batman Incorporated. Here, here's a suit of armor. I'm not using it anymore. Why don't you just take...
1: Well, then it turns into, like, Wesley and Mandy Patinkin in in the... uh, Princess Bride.
0: <laughs> which I've seen which I've seen twice, and I can't help you with what you're saying. Here. Whole, I've never whole seen Avengers it sober.
1: thing, now that I've finally, you know, defeated the six-fingered man, you know, what am I going to do with myself? You make an excellent Dread Pirate Roberts. Like <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, just go heavily into MMA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, this is a good point to uh, point out. If you, the listener, have thoughts on this Joe Chill argument, feel free to leave your thoughts in our comment thread. Or you can email us. Nobody listens. No, no. <laughs> email us at crisisoninfinitemidlives at gmail.com. Nobody listens to this thing.
0: You're setting yourself up. It's, oh, we'll wait for the comments. Ding. No, it's like going to the mailbox and And college. I will tell
1: everyone that they emailed us. <laughs>
0: All right. That works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, people. I believe. I could have been a contender. <laughs> Speaking of other things that. uh, Here we go. I'm going to be ham-fisted again. Speaking of other things that are playing with other people's toys, Watchmen. Uh, uh,
0: I'm not sure how I feel about this. It was a big... I don't think it's been confirmed anywhere else yet, but it was a big gossip item uh, on bleedingcool.com where Rich Johnston supposedly has found out that at the highest levels of D.C., with some pretty high-tone creators like Darwin Cook uh, and Dave Gibbons, who did the art on Watchmen. They're putting together, without Alan Moore's involvement, Watchmen prequels that are going to start coming out. Supposedly, if all the signs are right, it'll be announced in the next month or so, and it'll come out sometime in 2012.
1: But this should be a good thing, right? They're getting most of the band back together.
0: What, half? The one who drew it? Look, I'm of two minds on this, and for a very long time it was militant. You don't do a sequel to Watchmen. It was self-contained. There's nothing there I need to see. What do I need to know about the exact moment Rorschach stopped washing between his scrotum and his left leg? I don't, who cares? I
1: suppose it's all about the... The way it gets written, we, you can't really know until the scripts come in and you see how it would play out. I mean, you go to see David Gilmore, Pink Floyd, even if Roger Waters isn't there.
0: Yeah. It, well, th- and, and that's what I was uh, gonna get to. It's the more I think about it, and, and it's I got to some of this. Uh, I did a piece, and we'll we'll link to it on the actual website, um, talking about this whole rumor, but. There's nothing anybody can do that will fuck up those 12 issues.
1: That's true.
0: They're done. It was uh, James M. Kane is who it's widely credited to, and they said, how can you handle people, you know, Hollywood, they were specifically talking about fucking up all your books. He's, he looked at his bookshelf and said, nobody did anything to my books. They're right there. I just happen to look at a bookshelf. Don't <laughs> panic.
1: For those of you yeah. playing along at home, there is in fact a bookcase in back of Rob. <laughs> but uh, So
0: yeah, they can, you know, hired Manny T Ipshits to come in and yeah do another 12 I love issue his work. it's awesome uh, <laughs> he does great work on our bathroom floors i don't know <laughs> who it is, but, but
1: you could hire him to do another 12 issues and and they could suck out loud
0: you know, they could be finger painted and have every character saying nothing but poop and
1: It could also possibly involve the Red Hook and... uh, The Red Hook. The Red Hood. (laughs) The Red Hook is what I'm drinking. Uh, (laughs) The Red Hood and and Starfire just boning away on the floor for no reason.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) you've got to let it go after a certain point.
1: You're right. I need more booze.
0: (laughs) Um, And it doesn't affect the original story at all. Part of me really wants to think, if you're getting A-list talent, fine, play with those toys. And in a worst-case scenario, just pretend it's not happening. If you absolutely are militant that nobody can touch these characters, these characters who had lifted from Charlton Comics characters. Exactly. So it starts out, Watchmen is Alan Moore playing in somebody else's toy box. If you absolutely can't handle it, just pretend it's not happening. Just ignore the books. Uh, nope, never came out. I God knows I fucking do that with Godfather 3. Nobody in Godfather has ever called anyone cuz before sucking their dick. <laughs> Nothing like that has ever happened in Godfather. You know, ignore it. But particularly if Darwin Cook, if the rumors are true, is in charge. I mean, the guy did New Frontier. Yeah. You know, he's, he's doing the Parker adaptations from yep. the uh, Richard Stark books, which uh, I've only been able to flip through until they fucking come out in paperback where I can find them.
1: Yeah, they're still in hardcover.
0: Yeah, but uh, it, the, the guy does a good book. He did great art when he did Jonah Hex give it a shot and in a worst case scenario and I said this in the piece just say fine I abs- these are great comics but Alan Moore fine it's not Night Owl it's Blue Beetle it's not Dr. Manhattan it's Captain Adam just rewrite the fucking stories in your head
1: exactly like Holy Terror
0: <laughs> yeah uh- <laughs> Uh, That's a whole different argument um, as to how successful that was. But uh, yeah, same kind of thing. Uh, uh, It turns out this really isn't about Batman anymore. Well, yes it is. (laughs) But uh, fine, you want to call it something else? I know it's a Batman story. Uh, Same thing. Uh, uh, I can't face that this is the comedian with a smile on his face. Uh, Fine, it's Peacemaker. Fuck it.
1: Yeah. No need to get worked up. There's all kinds of work out there, and some of it will appeal to some of the people some of the time. All right. Other things that, that came out in the past week or two that are adaptations of a widely available work. Arkham City.
0: That's half why the podcast is late this week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Own it. <laughs> Own it. It's Own sure, it. <laughs> surely not
0: fucking laziness on our part. It's not like I was planted on the couch for 16 straight hours over two days, finally finishing. And I haven't even finished all the side quests, just you know, the main story on it god what a fucking good video game
1: it was you only cursed mostly while you were playing it (laughs) It's because
0: i'm not good at fucking video games but it's uh yeah a good story Uh, actually pretty decent as long as you get over the the main conceit of it which Which uh and i i really i don't want to spoil too much but you know what assume i'm going to spoil it because i'm on my fourth beer uh so if you're playing Arkham City, thinking about playing Arkham City. I'll try not to spoil it, but... Keep Leave th- the room now, O th- ye of delicate constitution. Keep your thumb on that pause button, just in case. you know. <laughs> and the final boss, it clicked. But... <laughs> um, the conceit behind the story is that uh, through various political machinations from various parties, um, somehow they've managed to push through the idea that we will take a large part of downtown Gotham City and just chuck a fucking electrified fence around it with a giant wall and call that Arkham City, and it's just a complete lawless escape-from-New-York area where we just put the criminals in there and let them ride. It's
1: kind of like the area of our town that we live in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of, except the cops do roll through. Um <laughs> which is just so patently ridiculous a story. If you really tried that in a comic book, you'd be laughed, you know laughed right out of the room. It's yes, there are seriously nice and decent people living on the other side of the wall where automatic weapons fire is going on. And it makes perfect sense for a video game. You set up a sandbox that's urban where there's not too many civilians you got to worry about, or you don't have to you know, code in how the cops are doing things. It's just, if you see someone, they're probably a bad guy, so it makes great storytelling sense from a video game standpoint. Um, and
1: it is only a story.
0: It is, uh, and it works well, and it makes the game a lot of fun, but you have to constantly get past the fact that there's no way on God's earth this could ever be possibly. You said
1: it was like Escape from New York.
0: Yeah. Um, And I think they probably got a large lift out of that, but if you can get past that, and it's very easy to get past that when, you know, half the game is, you know, what are you going to say? Oh, the socio-political implications of the idea of building up an urban prison like this, and holy shit, I'm fucking Batman, I'm doing a (laughs) dive bomb and I just knocked out eight people, and it's very easy to forget about that stuff. The The story that goes into it with what characters do and various side characters that come in all really work out to the point where, uh, it's kind of a spoiler, but everything is thought out to the point where the, the location of the final battle, which didn't even occur to me until actually I read it online, where it actually was. Just so dead on as an epic Batman story, of course that would be where the final battle would happen. Um, Slightly different than other... Basically, a lot of thought went into it. No thought whatsoever went into Deadshot's costume, which is the worst perversion (laughs) of a classic fucking costume I've ever seen. But uh, maybe the one in the case file is a little different. I haven't finished that side mission yet, but... But, my God, for the gameplay, I mean, yeah, the combat mechanics, Your Batman standing in the middle of ten people, and depending on how heavily they're armed and how fast your thumbs are, you can take them all out without being hit at all. And then I'm just fade into the darkness, and nobody can see you, and everybody else panics, and God, a great game.
1: All right, so how many stars would you give that out of five, Rob?
0: Um, We don't do star reviews here. I say buy it. Okay, buy
1: it. Buy it. Full price. Just go out and buy it. Go out and buy it. That's good to hear. In terms of of things that I bought recently that I liked... Yes? Um, I really enjoyed, although I bought it apparently a couple of months late, Journey into Mystery by Marvel. It's one of the uh, point .1 books, the 626.1. Okay. Uh, you get into the idea of people playing with other people's toys the dynamic as brothers between Loki and Thor has has been a long-running uh, story thread in any of the Asgard books Sure. for decades now. Um, and in the past few months, they decided to put a twist on that in that insofar as after um, Asgard fell the last time, Loki died, but through... Um, an agreement he made with Hela, um, uh, the goddess of hell, uh, he's not actually listed in the Book of the Dead, so he had to come back to life. And he's been reincarnated in the form of an adolescent boy. Because you want your god of mischief and lies to be an adolescent yeah. boy. Yeah, to
0: have a constant <laughs> boner and just no way to get booze to just mellow out. and Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but actually he's trying to make himself a better person. He's trying to to learn from the mistakes of the past. and in this particular book he rather than just sort of being a straightforward individual to, to sort out the mistakes he's made in his past um, consorts with the spirit that is a teller of tales um, and gets that person or that spirit to tell him uh, what everybody is talking saying about him behind his back so he can get a read on how he should proceed. Okay. Um, and and it, it, it goes really well until uh, time comes due for payment at the end. Because the teller wants his, uh, wants his story, which is to say basically his, his life. Um, and big brother Thor has to come riding to the rescue. Okay. And in this we find out that young Loki worships Thor. The little
0: brother always does. Yeah. Just
1: worships him. So, you know, I'm reading this, and I, I hadn't read um, Fear Itself 7 yet, um, so I had no idea how that was going to turn out. I hadn't seen any spoilers about Thor's death. So I had this whole, like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to see, you know, w- would Loki turn out to be who he was originally? You know, would it be one of those, like, brothers gone wrong stories because younger siblings and oftentimes grow up resentful or whatever of the older sibling um
0: that's because we're so awesome we are so awesome amanda and i are both <laughs> similar. <siblings>. not <laughs> um, of each other that's fucking creepy and wrong
1: yes yes um but you know now thor is dead so also you know does he go wrong because he doesn't have thor to keep him there on the straight and narrow um and to try to make him do it better this time so it, either way I'm still compelled now to to put journey into mystery o- into my polls cuz I want to see what's going to happen and 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 follow this this tale. He shows up also in uh, vengeance this past week which is young justice and and young evil supervillains want to upset the apple cart and right. do things better and they try to uh, the the villains try to recruit young Loki this week. It, it's an interesting character it's an interesting take on it um, the point one books when you can track them down have been working out I find for the uh, the most part uh, to be as promised a place where you can jump on a couple of places where that hasn't necessarily been the case but yeah. um, in this particular case journey into mystery I, I recommend tracking down um, it's who, who 626 it? point1 it's written by Rob Roddy um, the art is Pasquale ferry and it's 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 also beautifully drawn um the you really do get a sense of of characters um like a, a Guillero, Guillermo del Toro kind of labyrinth pan's labyrinth critters okay. um so that works very well with the whole mystical asgardian vibe um it, so that speaks to me as somebody who's also been you know a big fan of like Jim Henson puppets in Labyrinth and that sort of thing, growing up as a child. So okay. that's what the art reminded me of, and the storytelling, I th- was nicely done by Roddy. So, okay, buy this book.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the sad thing is, uh, is so far this week, the, the my big sleeper title I, I actually wrote about just because it was a reasonably pleasant surprise for what it is. Um, so I won't belabor it too much. Was uh, a yeah, a DC Universe <coughs> Online Legends, which I, I have been getting just because. Yeah, my local comic store owner has been chucking it in with my polls because oh, you like Justice League? Here by this, um, I, I don't play the game. It's supposed to be a free to play model. Eventually, I'll probably give it a shot. Then it's a massive multiplayer. You can be a DC hero kind of thing. And this is the kind of all these massive multiplayer games have comic books as a World of Warcraft one. There was a City of Heroes one. Uh, it's they're generally just blatant I cash the grabs. See a
1: Sims comic book.
0: <laughs> yeah, a whole comic book of... if, if <laughs> It wouldn't work as a comic book because you can't make somebody in a comic book not go to the bathroom until they shit themselves you while their house is on fire. your own adventure comic book. <laughs> Nobody chooses that adventure. Okay, You are you, It's because I drink and it let me do it. But <clears throat> but yeah, it was uh, written by some dude, uh, I want to say Tom Taylor. I don't have it right yes, in front of me Yes, it is, Tom right Taylor. Now. You Can know why?
1: Because it made me think of... Uh, unwritten because the character of that, Tommy Taylor. But anyway, go ahead. Right,
0: okay. Um. And yeah, with uh, art by Bruno Redondo. And it should be a piece of shit. Books like that are meant to be a piece of shit. You know, bring in your, your C-team. But it was not a C-team comic. It's uh, The creative team took it seriously as a Green Lantern story. And you could see where they put the stuff in. It's like, uh, this is stuff you could do in the game, but... The characterizations were all dead on. It was just a good Green Lantern story. So, yeah, again, I don't want to belabor it because I wrote like an 1,100 fucking word review. Read it. it It's awesome. Too hungover to edit the fucking thing. But that's my sleeper of the week. I mean, there's more good stuff coming out this week. I'm looking forward to Hulk 1. Yes. We'll see what Jason Aaron and uh, uh, Sylvester do with it.
1: Yeah, and um, they kind of cover that in the... The epilogue to uh, Fear Itself, what leads to the Hulk 1.
0: Well, one of the four fucking Lord of the Rings epilogues. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the Hulk, and he, here's the Shattered Heroes, and here's the Defenders. Yes.
1: But it, it does explain why what's going to happen with the Hulk happens.
0: It at least shows what <laughs>
1: happens. Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, because it's, it's odd. Track down Fear Itself 7, if you're curious. <laughs>
0: I'm sure your local store and are massively overordered. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that uh that brings us to the end of what we had on our our set list of things. Is there anything you wanted to add before we
0: Nothing go our I can think of right now. I- I'm out of beer, so
1: okay. That usually signals the end of our podcast. Yeah, pretty
0: much. it's uh, Stick this pig.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for tuning in to Crisis on Infinite Midlives podcast.
0: Episode 5, The Stroke of
1: oh, <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. Uh, my name is Amanda. I'm Rob. And uh, Derp.
0: Yes, thank you. Once again, Derp.
1: Derp! <laughs>